If you're not already feeling grateful, wait until you hear just what gratitude can do for you. You'll find out next on this episode of Live Happy Now. The ancient Greeks defined happiness as the joy you feel moving towards your potential. To think about positive psychology, it's a science. And it's actually younger than the internet, believe it or not. The reality is that social connection is, in the research, the greatest predictor we have of long-term happiness. You have some factors in your control that can promote the health and resilience and growth of your absolutely most important asset, which is your brain. And so it all comes down to understanding ourselves. There's a way for all of us to succeed, but, but it might take different things. We're all looking for the same thing, and that's a way to bring a little bit more joy to our day. Join us as we look at the many different paths that lead us to that happy place. This is Live Happy Now. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Live Happy Now podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Sanders, and want to thank you for being here today. Also remind you that if you like what you hear on this podcast and you want to add a little more positivity to your day, you could do that anytime by visiting our website, livehappy.com, or by picking up the latest issue of Live Happy magazine at your favorite local newsstand or bookstore. This week, we're talking with MJ Ryan, one of the creators of the Random Acts of Kindness series and the author of several books, including The Happiness Makeover, The Power of Patience, and Attitudes of Gratitude. MJ has mastered the art of living in gratitude and says that anyone can find more joy by applying the simple practice. Live Happy Science Editor Paula Phelps caught up with MJ to talk about how she brought more gratitude into her life and how you can too. Well, MJ, it is so great to have you here today on our podcast and I really appreciate you joining us. My pleasure. I love to talk about gratitude. Well, we're excited to have you spend some time with us because... That happens to be one of our favorite topics that live happy. Um, it's my personal go-to practice, so I'm always uh, eager to talk to somebody about it. But what I think is really interesting with you is you came up on gratitude through the route of kindness. And can you explain to us how that happened? Yes, absolutely. So uh, I was kind of your average uh, miserable person. I knew why I was miserable. I'd gone to therapy. I knew all of the whys, but I didn't know how to get any happier in my life. Um, and... So I just thought this is the way I am, and there's just there's something to do about it. And then I was a book publisher, and we had this idea to do this little book called Random Acts of Kindness. Um, a little which, book, huh? <laughs> <laughs> which was, it was a tiny little book, and um, it caused a big uh, explosion and a, a movement, actually, that is now around the world, the World Kindness Movement. And um, so suddenly I was talking about about kindness, and I thought, I better practice. I don't want to be a hypocrite. Like, you know, I better do these things so I can be, talk about it in a reasonable way. And so I started to do them, and I got happier. I thought, that's interesting. Uh, it's like, hmm. <laughs> hmm, that's really interesting. So I started seeing why your book was selling so well. Yeah, exactly. And so I thought, well, what other things are there that are right in front of our noses that we're don't, we're not aware of that are as simple to do as kind, uh, random acts of kindness that can make us happier. Um, and so that's when I started to study happy people. And what I noticed right away was people who are happy are also, were also more grateful than I was. Uh, and so I thought, hmm, all right, let me start to practice this. And so I did. And that was incredibly helpful. And Helped me in all kinds of ways, including including made me happier. So, and I started really 
uh, being a, being an advocate and speaking around the world. And now you're an expert. You know, from <laughs> advocate to expert. How about that? That's right. Well, how did you start practicing gratitude? Because I think sometimes we get caught up in, we tell people, you just need to practice gratitude. But people are like, I don't know how to practice gratitude. And I love your approach because yours is very simple but effective. So how did you, what did you do to start practicing gratitude? Yeah, I just started to notice what was right about my, in my life. What could I enjoy and appreciate that was happening right that day? Um, and so there was really... I mean, I've, I've never, ever, ever kept a grat- gratitude journal, even though... Even to this lots day? And lots. <laughs> even to this day, I've never done oh, it. Oh, wow, that's interesting. I've never written down one thing that I'm thankful for. Um, I think about it instead. Um, and I think about it in speci- at specifically at night. Um, at dinner time with my family, we go around the table and we each say one thing we're thankful for that day. Um, but I also use it when I'm worried or sad or scared or angry at somebody. <laughs> so I call that just-in-time gratitude. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like triage a, type of thing. That's right? right. Exactly. When I'm feeling frustrated or annoyed or I'm um, worried, especially, well, I found that when you're when I'm worried, I'm always worried about something that hasn't yet happened because worry is always in the future. Um, even right. if the future is like five minutes from now, um, <laughs> but but if I could say yes, that's true. But I don't know what results of the tests are going to be or whatever it is that I'm worried about in the future. But in this moment right now, I'm safe. Uh, you know, I'm I'm okay, and um, I'm and I'm grateful for that. And that's so great because I think that a lot of times we think of gratitude over the long haul. You know, we think well, once I practice it, then over my the course of my life, I become more grateful. So I love the way that you break it down into like in this moment and with this situation, I can be grateful about this. Well, I think that's all we have. I mean, because life is so impermanent. I, I think the big, the big change of mind I had that prompted me to really be able to practice gratitude was that you don't have to wait to have something absolutely fantastic happen to you. Right, so someone gives you a great present, or you have a peak experience. I guess I used to think that was when I felt grateful. Right, it was like right. when something, when some big wonderful thing was happening. But what I learned was, but in the moment, there's all kinds of things that we take for granted that is uh, that are otherwise invisible to us that are amazing um, and and worthy of being appreciated if we just actually noticed. Right. And when you do that in those little, it's kind of like a little micro moment. And when you start stringing those together, how does that change your outlook on, on your whole day? Um, well, it, yeah. So, so gratitude promotes positivity, right? Because it's like a flashlight. Our, our attention is like a flashlight. Our brains, our ability to pay attention, we can shine it on anything. We can shine it on all the things that are wrong and bad in the world and in ourselves and people around us, or we can shine it on what's good and enjoyable and whole that's here too. And we just have, we have a choice of where we're going to shine the flashlight. And the more we shine the flashlight on what's right, and then the more we feel satisfied and happy in our lives. This is not to say that we should totally ignore the challenges of the difficulties. This is not about being falsely 
optimistic. Um, this is about just really noticing what's there in addition to all the difficult things that are there. So to me, I always say it's an and, gratitude is an and experience. It's not to deny the difficulties. It's not to deny the challenges. It's those things are true and and what is there that's okay. Yeah, we, because I've I've studied the the aspect of gratitude in the midst of grief, and mm-hmm. and that kind of speaks to what you're talking about. You can be going through an experience that, um, you know, like uh, when I lost my brother-in-law, for example, and fabulous man. I was very very sad that that he had passed and really heartbroken. But at the same time, I was so grateful that he had been in my life. I was grateful for all the time that I'd had. I'm grateful for the relationship he had with my sister. So it's like when I started learning to do that, it really eases the pain of your, your moment. Yes, but it's really, really important that the person who's going through the hardship does it for themselves and not have someone else say, well, you should be, you know, oh. <laughs> yes, you're sad, but you should be grateful that, you know, that he had, that he, he lived he that had your sister, yeah. that he lived that long, whatever. And that really doesn't work. Never. <laughs> <laughs> and people tend to be angry or frustrated or hurt because it's denying true emotions of sadness or grief or difficulty, which are also there. So, you know, it's not like when my sister's house burned down. She called me and very upset, of course, telling me what had happened. Um, and, you know, she she and her family escaped and so did their pets. But they lost everything, that oh. material possessions, including their house. And um, she, you know, I didn't say at the time, but you should be grateful because you're like that. <laughs> right. Because they're like, well, that's easy for you to say as you sit in your house. House, exactly. Um, and how dare you kind of deny my emotional experience, right? And so I just sympathized and empathized. And and, uh, and then within a month later, she was calling me up saying, I am so glad my house burned down because I get to start <laughs> all over. I wanted to get rid of all that stuff anyway. And now I get to have a brand new house, right? So, <laughs> but, but she had to have, do that journey, not me. And, yeah. and so I think that's a really important thing. We can do this and it is, it helps a lot with resilience. It's one of the qualities of resilience, which is looking at being grateful, but you can't make somebody else do it. Yeah. You can't do someone else's push-ups for them. No, so. it's, it's the graduate school of gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they have to get there themselves. Yep. You got to do the homework yourself, unfortunately. That's right. But now you talk about like it has really changed your life. How long does it take? Because that's always what people want to know. They say, well, um, yeah, I can start doing this, but what's it going to be? Two years? <laughs> but how, how long did it take before you started seeing a change in, in the way that you felt and the way that you looked at the world? Well, it's really immediate. There's some really interesting research uh, uh, that was done by a woman named Barbara Friedrichson. Oh, yes. She's at the the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. And what she was looking at is what are the positive emotions good for? Like why do do the human beings have positive emotions? And she said, we know why we have negative ones. It's to protect us from bad things. Mm -hmm. What are the good ones? What are the good ones for? So what she discovered was that the that they help us recover from the negative. That they're actually a bring bring our mind, body, spirits back into balance and literally physiologically. So the negative emotions produce cortisol and adrenaline, 
Um, but the positive ones, and gratitude is one of the easiest ones to, to get, uh, produce a feel-good hormone, endorphins. Mm-hmm. And so they literally, in the moment, make us feel at least a little bit better. And, of right. course, the more, we, the more we do it, the better we'll feel. Yeah, and, and you brought up a, a really good point because it's pretty easy to put into practice. And why don't we do it more often? Because we do get that immediate reward, and maybe we don't completely realize it every time, but there is a, a pretty quick payoff in gratitude as opposed to some other things. that, Like meditation, that takes a while, and, it, and you've got to master it. Gratitude is something that's going to be pretty immediate. So yeah, it, in that moment you're gonna. So I just remember, I guess the first time I really understood it. I was, I had been traveling for work. I was in the Middle East. The flights take forever. But when you come back, to, I live in California. You come back this way. You land on the same day you were you left. <laughs> well, even though you've been in flight for 24 hours, basically. And so I came in the door, and it was like late afternoon, and my little kid was there and my husband and they were all excited because I've been gone for a week and now I was back and it's like okay it's time for dinner and all I wanted to do of course was to lie down and not talk to a human being Um, and so I like dragged myself to the dinner table and we go around the table and I always go last on what I'm thankful for so the two of them went and and as soon as they did then I felt connected to them because they were saying, I'm so thankful mom's home, right? Oh, that's and, perfect. Right? And then suddenly I was so glad that I was there with them and everything was fine again. I felt fine. That's, yeah, and, and that's what people, um, I think, who start practicing gratitude kind of get hooked on it because it, it's kind of, you kind of get this easy little hit off the, off the gratitude pipe. And you're just like, all of a sudden, it's like, I feel better. And it doesn't take any time. It's absolutely free. It doesn't take any time. All it takes is doing it, which is less than 20 seconds. And suddenly you feel more connected to, to yourself, to the world, to other people. Um, and you actually have a little uplift from the feel-good hormones. Yeah. Well, and what I think is so interesting with you is that you even use this in the business world. You do executive coaching, and we tend to think of gratitude as a as a personal practice. Yes. So can you talk to me about how you implement this in the workspace and how it changes not only their work relationships, but their relationships outside of work? Yeah. So really part of what um, gratitude is, it's what's called an asset focus. It's paying attention to what's right um, as opposed to what's wrong. And the way that you create more success is when you start to notice where you've already created success. So self-appreciation or team appreciation, when you actually do it well, when you are specific, then it tells the brain, oh, this is what I did to make this success, and so I'm going to do it some more. Mm-hmm. So when we focus on what's not working, we get more not working, essentially. <laughs> Um, and so when I work with teams, I was just working with the team. You know, one of the things I, I ask them is that I want you to say one thing that you appreciate yourself for in this time that we were together. And that, what that does is that reinforces that behavior in their brain. So they're more likely to do that positive thing in the future again with one another. But the trick is to be specific. You can't just say, oh, yeah, you know, I, it, we, we had a good team meeting. Oh, yeah, good job, guys, or something like that, which is what actually people say before they've been trained. 
But mm-hmm. how were you good? What specifically worked? When we pay attention to what specifically worked, what do we specifically appreciate? Then the brain knows what to do. I appreciate myself for being honest and, and speaking up, even though I thought it was weird what you were asking me to do. For instance, that was something somebody said. I was working with these engineers, and we had, they were like, I was really skeptical, but I appreciate the fact that I did, did it, and now I feel better kind of a thing. That's great. <laughs> so, so that's one of the ways that, that it really works in business. And, and once you start using that in the business world, you're going to take it. It seems to me it's almost impossible to have it in one area of your life and not have it spill over into every other area. And, and you've seen it help with even their relationships at home. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Um, but I think that part of what we're talking about is if this is, a, is not a natural tendency, a practice of yours, then what you're talking about is building a new habit. Mm-hmm. Because our brains are perfectly structured to do what they're already doing. So yes, but they can so keep doing that forever, even if it's they will, they will keep it will keep doing it forever because it's programmed to be to behave in a certain way. So if you're trying to become less negative or more positive, for instance, if you're trying to become more grateful, it requires conscious effort. It requires some kind of way to create the new habit. And that takes almost always some, some reminder from the outside. So if you have a specific time of day that you always do it, for instance, like when you get up in the morning or you go to bed or when you're driving in your car, um, it doesn't matter when you do it. It's just that, you, A, you have a time that you do it, and B, you have a, some reminder that you're going to do it. So a sticky on your steering wheel or yeah. a dinger on your phone or, uh, you know, Anything that will then say, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to do this now. Because uh, no matter what you're trying to change, this isn't just about gratitude. Any habit that you want the new behavior for, you have to have a reminder from the outside first to build the muscle in your brain, literally to build the neural pathway, so that then it becomes more and more an opt- uh, automatic. You know, now I don't need a reminder to tell me to do it at dinner, but at the beginning I did. Right. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. And and it doesn't take that long for you to get into the groove of it being a habit, does it? Because I know for myself it's 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 almost second nature now if like uh one thing that I'll do is if I if I complain about something, I have to find three things about that complaint that I'm grateful for, which is mm-hmm. sometimes difficult, but but so that's almost like second nature now. When I start saying something, I'm like, oh, now i got to come up with three things <laughs> immediately, <laughs> right. even before I'm finished with that complaint. So, Correct. So it really because, doesn't brain itself. Yeah, that's right, because you've built the pathway in your brain of when I do this, then I have to do that kind of a thing. And you mm-hmm. did it enough that you've brought your awareness there, so now it's becoming something you just that you do without having to work very hard at it, meaning build the muscle of doing it, right? But the reminder, right. how did you how did you remember to do it in the beginning? Um, I'm not even sure how I remembered. I, th- I probably skipped a lot in the beginning <laughs> or was like, well, mm-hmm. I, I can just come up with one thing maybe. Um, yeah. But I do know that over, because I did not like the fact that I would complain about things. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. that was really the only way I could think of to counter that. Well, it's fabulous practice. I love that. So one of the things we haven't talked about is, um, so we talked about at the immediate level what gratitude does for us, which is it gives us that little boost and it mm-hmm. counteracts the negative or, um, 
uh, emotions. But because it brings our us back into a balance and not so stressed out that the negative emotions have created, um, it actually has all these positive health effects, which is also part of what convinced me that it was worth doing. So people right. who practice gratitude live seven to nine years longer on average than other people. And the reason are two things. One is that because they're getting these feel-good hormones going all the time, and there's fewer negative ones, there's fewer cortisol and adrenaline racing around, then they have less stress-related issues in terms of the body. The other is that we take better care of ourselves because we recognize what a precious thing our life is. And, right. so there, and we want to we want to experience even more of it. So we do the things like put on sunscreen and take our vitamins and do our exercise that that are good for us. And I, I'm That's glad amazing. you bring that up. Yeah, because it's it's really easy for us to see how stress affects us. We hear a lot about all the negative effects of it. And we know it raises our cortisol level. We know what it does to our heart and our blood pressure and things like that. But we hear so much less about the flip side of that and how this gratitude practice, and there are some other things like meditation and, and mindfulness that can also help just all, turn it all down a few notches and, and help slow down the system, chill out the cortisol, and, and bring you to such a healthier state, both mentally and physically. That's right. Absolutely. Yep. And again, gratitude is one of the easiest ways to do that because it's so instantaneous. Yeah. Yeah, and then the one one more thing I wanted to talk to you about was also with marital relationships. You've seen some really good results in marital relationships when they start practicing gratitude. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I actually have wrote a book called Attitudes of Gratitude and Love that was more specifically about relationships because I was noticing that people always say, well, it takes two people to improve a relationship. It takes both people to improve a relationship. And I said basically, no, it doesn't. It only takes one person. <laughs> <laughs> and what it does, what it takes is just noticing. It's like when we fall in love. When we fall in love with someone, we notice all the wonderful things about them, and we ignore all the bad things. They still hate, you know, country music and you love it or, <laughs> you know, whatever it is that's now annoying you. But when we fall in love, we, we don't pay attention to that. And instead, we pay attention to all the wonderful things about the person. And so the practice of gratitude gives us an ability to do that again, to, to get that same sense of, wow, this person's amazing. And I love them because of this, this, and I appreciate this, this, and this about them that we would otherwise take for granted. So I, um, so you can do that practice on your own when you're annoyed and frustrated. That's to me, that's the just-in-time gratitude thing. Right. But also, but also, sometimes when people are are saying to me they don't feel connected to their partner and they're having a lot of issues and challenges with one another, and arguments or whatever, I I, I encourage them to do it. Specifically together, what do I appreciate about you today? It oh, interesting, because you're asking them to do that at a time when it's probably most difficult to sit down. Yeah. Correct. And, say that. and that's right. So what that does is that not only does it force your mind to notice what it is that you appreciate, but also, of course, when you say it to the other person, then they feel good about the fact that they're connected to you, too, and it's an upward spiral of connection. I absolutely love that. 
That's it's like a gift that you kind of keep passing back and forth, and it gets bigger Correct. each time. That's lovely. That's right. It. That's right. And it really does help improve relationships. But he, you don't even need the other person to do it. You can just think to yourself what you appreciate about the other person, and then you feel better, and then you're nicer to them. <laughs> At least that's what's been true <laughs> in life. And then hopefully they're going to respond in kind, and then, yeah. Yeah, but that's it's true. even more wonderful when you, have, when you do say it out loud to each other. And, of course, it requires doing it. You know, I was working with these sisters who have a business together, and they were having a lot of problems. I suggested they do it. Um, they said they would, but they didn't. And now things are probably going <laughs> to actually totally fall apart as a result because they because they just couldn't look at what's right about the other. Wow. And see, and you think you hear that you break it down, you distill it down to that one simple act of finding what you appreciate and what you're thankful about the other. And it can ch- save marriages, change your business relationships, change. It's incredible that it has that much power. Well, I think part of it is because oftentimes we feel taken for granted, right? Like, I'm doing all this stuff for you, and you don't recognize it. Well, when you start to express appreciation, then you do recognize it. That's great. And you have to look for it, too. So you have to look through your little catalog. Then you start to, that's right. Then you start to see it because you realize, oh, they did take out the trash, and they did, or whatever it is. Yeah. That's terrific. MJ, you have so much to teach us. Uh, we should... We should do this again sometime. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, my pleasure. I appreciate you spending time with us today. Uh, we're going to tell our listeners how they can find out more about your many books and what you do. And so, uh, again, thank you for spending time with us today. I very much appreciate it, and I hope that everyone starts to recognize what they appreciate about themselves as well as what they appreciate about the world around them. Terrific. We'll talk with you soon. If you'd like to learn more about MJ's book, Attitudes of Gratitude, visit us at livehappynow.com. And of course, while you're online, let us know what you thought of this podcast. You can do that on Twitter at livehappy or on facebook.com slash livehappy or email us at podcast at livehappy.com. That's all we have for you today. So until next time, this is Jeff Sanders wishing you a great day and hoping that every day you live happy.